Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I think it's important to kind of do a disclaimer up front when we have Ellie in the room while we're doing the show. So here's your disclaimer. Ellie is in the room. This is an enjoying a vegetable pouch. And and the reason why is because when I had my own radio show, I vowed to never put car horns or sirens on the air. Because right. if you're driving to work in the morning and you hear sirens and you're, you know, most people pay attention to the radio at like 50%. Like it's on. Well, I was listening to a podcast yesterday on my way home and there was a siren in it and I no, was like no, no. pulling over. Yeah. So, like, oh wait, there's no one behind me. <laughs> right. So anyways, I, now I feel the same way about the baby because we had her in the room once and she was kind of fussing in the corner and we had multiple people say, I kept turning down the podcast to look at my baby monitor. So this is your warning that baby sounds belong here in the room. Yep. Those. So <laughs> she's eating this like pouch thing, uh, which she loves. And apparently you're like not supposed to give kids pouches all the time, but we do because she loves them and it keeps her. I didn't know you're not supposed to. Why aren't you supposed to give them all Something the time? Something about their motor development. Like I think you're not, she's about to tip over. It's about to tip over. Um, I think it's something like you're supposed to get them used to spoons and stuff like that. Uh, but yeah. honestly, like the food in it is healthy and we just like you got to do what you got to yeah, do. And she has mastered the spoon. Yeah, she she's does, good with the spoon. She doesn't know what end to put in her mouth to get the food. But like she's totally mastered it. But she can get it into her mouth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's number one. And number two, uh, I have a question. If you are a regular listen to, listener to this show. If you try to listen more often than not, this is a question for you. Okay. When we started the show two years ago, we decided that every episode would be 30 to 40 minutes long. Counting commercials, counting everything, voicemails at the end would be 30 to 40 minutes long because the average commute time in Atlanta, which is where uh, we live and where, uh, when we, especially when we launched the show, most of our listeners lived was 35 minutes. So I'm like, why don't we make a show that fits perfectly in that package? Mm -hmm. And I'm wondering now, because that's our set time, we've had a couple shows the past two weeks go long. And that makes me feel really bad because I'm like, oh, people aren't going to hear the end of it. And then we have shows that, that that when they're short, I always feel like we're ripping people off. So I want to reevaluate that. What do you think... The ideal time, in your opinion, what is the ideal time f- for length? And you want phone calls on this? Show. No, I'm going to set up a thing so you can just text. Okay. And then then just text the word timing, T-I-M-I-N-G, to 800-434-5454, and it'll, it'll pop you back, and you'll just pick. It'll say, like, less than 20 minutes, whatever, and just answer. Or it'll say, I don't care. I don't that care. should be an option. We'll make that an option too. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, thank you in advance for for the research. 
The Upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. This episode is brought to you by Dinner Affair. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. I was gonna, I didn't, I've said that five million times, and for some reason, every once in a while, I stumble. Have you ever have you ever written a word so many times that it starts to look misspelled or said a word? Do you not do that where you say like fork five times and then you're like fork fork and then you're like am I saying fork is that is that right that sounds <laughs> weird. I don't think I've ever done it with a spoken word but I do it all the time not all the time but if I ever have to write something like many times mm-hmm. you're okay. like that looks weird. Right it could be like if I was making a list of things we had in our pantry and I had to write the word pouch, for example, Yeah. 10 times by like time number eight. I'm like, is it P-O-O-C-A? Is it pooch? Am I spelling it right? And then I'll Google it. I don't, I don't <laughs> yeah. know. Remember or you'll go like into the pantry and look and say, does it say right. pouch or pooch on here? Yeah. So. I thought it was pouch, but I'm feeling like it's pooch. Um, anyways, if this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Jeff Dollar, and I am grateful today. I am grateful for pooches. No, I was gonna say I was gonna say the pooches, the pouches, <laughs> but I'm actually not. Like I appreciate their convenience, but when I grew up, and I think so many people had this, our basement we had three, four shelves lined with Gerber baby food jars with different sizes, screws, nuts, bolts. Oh yeah, we totally had that too. And and no matter what happened in your house, you never had to go to the hardware store and find something because it was in a baby food jar in the basement. Yes, and if you're Greg Riggs, it was properly labeled in a label maker. Yeah, ours weren't labeled, but they were. you just picked it up and you looked at it. You're like, oh, this is what I need. And now I'm thinking, where do we put that stuff? Um, in the trash because we right. are not handy people. <laughs> well, and, and I, I would guess that if you probably like did carbon dating or something on the stuff in my parents' basement, the majority of that, you know, was there when they assembled my crib in 1973 and I never needed it again. Right. Here's the thing. So my dad had, I, I feel like we had baby jars for a couple of things. Then we upgraded to this like, what I can only assume my dad got at like Home Depot and it's this, it's one of the things they have that you pull out the drawers, but they're very skinny oh, little yeah. shelves, but my there's dad like had, my dad 40 had that. of them, right? And it's either blue or gray. Blue. And the drawers um, have like a little lip and you just pull yes. it out. And, and if you pull too far, it spills. The whole thing comes out. There's yep. no like stopping it. The whole yep. thing just comes out. The nuts and bolts go everywhere. When do you get that? Is a dad, does one, does one just get shipped to you or? I think that's like what happens. Yeah. Like, so maybe there'll be some sort of ceremony and my dad will just show up at the door one day and present me now that I'm a dad. Jim Dollar, please don't. Here please don't bring that in our house. We don't have anywhere to put it. Nut and bolt organizer. Bum, bum, bum. I wonder, and I'm pretty sure, I'm like 95% sure that my dad still has that in the basement. I wonder what percentage of that stuff he has ever used or if he would be like, yeah, I'm proud of that because I never have to go 
to Home Depot. I always know that I have something in the basement. Like, I wonder if he's proud of it or he's like, yeah, it's just been here and like we've never used it because if he uses it, power to him. But I just can't imagine with 40 little drawers of stuff, unless you're a handy human being, which no offense, dad, my dad, my husband, not the handiest people alive. Um, you would ever use those things. I remember, I specifically, I don't remember what I was fixing. Does your dad still have his? I'm sure he does. Well, I don't know. He's, he's been purging. He's been purging for a couple of years, so it may have maybe gone. Yeah. But uh, the the one um, thing that I remember uh, were those little, they were, I'm, and I'm sure there's a name for them, but I'm not an electrician, so I don't know what it is. But if you have two wires that have to come together safely, electrical wires, they're brightly colored and you screw them. You put the two wires. Caps. Is that the name of them? Yeah. Seems like it would be. Those things. I remember those things being in there. I don't know what. Here's I what I want to know. Also, like, when would you have? No idea. Yeah. I have no idea what I would be wiring, but there you go. So anyways, if you're in the upstate New York area and you need to make a bomb, my dad has all the stuff you need <laughs> in baby food jars <laughs> under the basement stuff. So what, what are you grateful for? I didn't even say. Or you didn't even Ger say. The Gerber baby food jars. That's what started the whole conversation. Well, you were going to, you said you were going to say pouches. Oh, but it, well, no, but instead it's the old school Gerber baby food jars. Cause it's such a part of my childhood Existence. memory. Yeah. yeah. Uh, my name is Callie Dollar and I am grateful for trees. I want to, cause you were giving me grief yesterday on how many jobs I've had. Okay. That was not grief. I just find it amusing. Now, do we get any, have you heard from anyone like, is anyone like, yes, Jeff Dollar, I totally get you. I had 85 jobs too before I was 20. Um, yeah, they're actually pretty evenly split. So really? I think it's just a mindset thing. I think there are people who in their early careers, mm -hmm. like age 15 to end of college age, so 22, 23, just had a million different jobs. Okay. And then I think there's people like you who got a job at Outback Steakhouse, Worked there until you left for college, got right. a job at PF Jang's, worked there until you moved back to Atlanta, got a job for the management company you worked for until you have your current job. You've essentially had four jobs. Yeah. I would have four jobs in a month. Well, I've had like four jobs plus internships. So, yeah. Well, I would like to share some stories from all of those jobs, just quick stories, because I think the abundance of jobs creates interesting stories. Which for, translates to life experience. Life experience. Maybe. Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah. For okay. example, when I had my paper route, there was a woman on the paper route. I didn't know it at the time, but she had a memory condition. I don't know if it was Alzheimer's. I didn't know if it was dementia. I don't know what it was. But to me, I was, you know, probably 12 years old or whatever. She was just a sweet old woman. So I was collecting you know, my three bucks for a week's worth of papers or a month's worth of papers or whatever. She invited me in while she went to get her purse. Mm -hmm. And then uh, while I was waiting, she offered me cookies. I'm like, okay, I'll eat the cookies. And then she would sit down and talk to me and I th and just bring me more cookies. I thought she was just being nice. A good host. A good host. No, she had completely forgotten why I was there, probably didn't even know who I was, but because she was a nice old woman, was being hospitable, mm -hmm. to the point where I believe my mom called my dad at work and said, I think Jeffrey's been kidnapped, and went walking my paper route until she found my bike outside this woman's house. Oh my gosh. So there's one story. 
All right. Life um, experience. Uh, say yes to the cookies, but check your watch. Sure. Okay. Number two, <laughs> I was the busboy at a restaurant. One of my very first jobs. I, so I was the busboy and I was also the prep for the dishwasher. Okay. So I bust the tables, but then I would unload the tubs for me and the other busboy. Yeah. Part of that job was to scrape the unused oh, mayonnaise, mustard, and ketchup out of the ramekins because it was a fancy restaurant. So they'd mm -hmm. give you ketchup packets. There wasn't a squeeze bottle on the table. Mm -hmm. It was fancy. I only work at fancy places. So they had to scrape the condiments out of the ramekins into buckets that they would put in the fridge, and then they would use that. That's disgusting. Dipped, you know, po dipped. Did you think it was disgusting at the time? I don't know. I was probably making four bucks an hour. I was just happy to. So, make what's bank. your um, wisdom from from <laughs> that? Just eat it. Only eat at restaurants that give you ketchup in packets. Okay. <laughs> uh, my third story is when I was working at the Nature Company at Carousel Center in Syracuse, New York. Uh, I saw that Structure was hiring. Mm -hmm. And I decided to apply for a job at Structure. And my big plan was- Structure's not even around anymore. No. It? Was it a denim company? No, it was like fashion, Euro fashion for men. Like 20, like skinny jeans before skinny jeans were cool, right? Weird. A lot of black shirts. I can't. Stuff oh, like that. Oh, weird. It's your, it's your calling. So my plan was just to make bank on the weekends. Like get to the mall- at as soon as school ended on Friday, right? Mm -hmm. Work a four hour shift at Nature Company, go downstairs, close the structure and help them do restock. And then do like work 18 hours on Saturday and as wow. long as I could. Okay. That was my big plan. But I got down to structure and I got halfway through the training session and realized how much clothes folding involved and I just didn't like it. <laughs> okay. So I just never went back after lunch. Like we had a- You ghosted structure? Yeah. So we had a two or three Jeff. hour training session and then we were supposed to take an hour long lunch and then we we're going to come back and had like another two hours or whatever. And I just didn't go back and didn't think anything of it. And they ended up mailing me like a $160 check. And when you're 16, 17 years Wait, old. Wait, why did you get $160? No idea, but I never told them about it. And all I know is that two decades later, they went out of business. I'm guessing bad accounting. Mm. So, uh. So this is really not life lessons at all. This is just weird stuff that's happened to you. Um, I just talked about this one recently, but then I got a job between radio gigs doing collections for office equipment. So if you leased like a copier or a fax mm -hmm. machine or whatever, I'd be the person to call up and, and say, hey, uh, it's 50 bucks a month and you haven't paid. So we're going to come take your copier unless you pay this. And uh, the whole company turned out to be a giant pyramid scheme. Yeah, so... Did did all of that come out after you quit? Yeah, totally after I quit. But you actually liked the job. Yeah, it was fine. I was really good at it. I was really good at calling people up on the phone. I think it's why I hate talking on the phone today. I know, Ellie, just text me. Uh, it's why I hate talking on the phone today because it was just nonstop phone calls. Yeah. And I had to really like butter people up or whatever. I was really good at it. But then like. I'm actually surprised that you were good at it because it seems like it would take a lot of emotional energy and you yeah. don't have that to give. I might have back then, but I used it all up hustling Got people it. for their fax machine past due. So I actually have two weird stories about work-related things. Um, both of them were actually at Outback when it used to be like we there used to be an Outback down the street. And I was so young. It was my first job 
two weird things happened while I worked there. I'm sure more. But the two weird things that stick out to me. One, there was this older guy. And I mean, like, old, old, like, like, couldn't walk very well, like, older guy. And he gave our, he would always come in with our to-go, per, like, request the person that did takeout to do his order. It was this, like, cute college girl. And he would always leave her a $100 tip. A hundred dollars? Yeah. So she loved waiting on him because she was like yeah. in school and, you know, trying to pay student loans and all that kind of stuff. So whatever. One day he walks in with a set of car keys. He bought her a car. Shut And up. she took it. Get out of here. Yeah. What Isn't that kind crazy? Of, do you know what kind of car a it was? A Honda. Like a new Honda. He was, was it her, his, her grandfather or something? No. Nope. <laughs> she waited on him for like two years, like every Friday or something like that. And he just showed up with the car. I think How old was, was she? Like, was she like a 20-year-old? Yeah, she like, was like. College student not doing her part Yeah, she was gig? at Georgia State and just, you know, she was like sweet. But I guess, I don't know. I think he was kind of lonely and appreciated her companionship. At least my naive little brain. That's what I thought. Um, so that happened. Then. That must have been a good blooming onion. Yeah. Really good blooming onions. That's what she said. My second story about Outback when I worked there is a life lesson for everyone. But I had to learn this the hard way. Again, like you, I did not realize this until like a decade later. But we made tip share. And if you've never worked in a restaurant, do you know what tip share is? Yeah. It's, it's basically like the servers tip, get tip tips out and the then bus they tip boys out. And the hostesses and the barbacks. Right. So I yeah. made two thirteen an hour with a paycheck, but then I got cash from the servers, right? So I had said to my boss, hey, I haven't been making minimum wage, you know, like my tip share hasn't been very much. Because it was like off season or something? Well, yeah, it was just like slow and whatever. And he goes, and I don't know how this is really supposed to work, but he told me at the time, he was like, well, do you, um, do you, you make a lot of money in the summer, right? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, yeah, so it all evens out. And I was like, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. And then I just went on my way. And like 10 years later, I was thinking about it. And I'm like, I'm, I'm pretty <laughs> sure that's illegal. That's illegal, right? Like I, you have to pay someone at least minimum wage, right? I don't know how it works. I think it's, I mean, I know things are starting to change, but I think it's ridiculous that restaurant workers only make two, two, 13 an two hour. 13 an hour. And, you know, plus, I just think I'm like, that is insane. Because to so, make like 10, well, what's, I don't even know what minimum wage is in Georgia. It's like. I don't know what it is now, but I know a lot of restaurants are paying like 12, 15 bucks an hour. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah, yeah. Oh, when I worked at PF Chang's, it was like, you know, I got $10 an hour and I was living large from that two fifteen. Um, So it was awesome. But yeah, the tip share thing. And I was like, yeah, that totally makes sense. And then years later, I think I was actually telling a friend that story and they're like, Kelly, I'm pretty sure that's illegal. Like, yeah. I don't think he can tell, justify your wage as like, oh, well, at other times of the year you make more like that's weird. Anyways, life lesson. There you go, kids. Do you remember months ago when I had an idea for a podcast that was wedding based and I talked to your friend Chrissy yeah. about being a part of it. And then she talked, we all got on the phone with her friend and Tristan. Your, Tristan. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, you guys, I have a great wedding themed podcast and I need somebody to host it. And they were all in. And so I, I solicited 
some ideas for content on a Reddit wedding message board. Okay. And I said, look, if you have firsthand, of ex- firsthand experience of a wedding ceremony that went sideways or potentially could have gone sideways, but everybody like circled the wagon so nobody found out about it. Yeah. Um, I would love to know the story for a potential podcast. Mm-hmm. And I posted that and I completely forgot about it. And then I just ran across my Reddit account, pulled something else up, saw that I had new messages and looked at them. Would you like to hear, because I think this is going to bring this podcast back to life. Would you like to hear my top five favorite responses? Okay. Okay. So the, the, the question was, have you been part of a wedding where something has gone completely sideways and everybody circled the wagons to protect the bride, the groom, or somebody else who was involved. Yeah. Okay. Uh, here's one. My mom took ecstasy at my <gasps> wedding. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> my ex hired his friend to be a bartender with the express purpose of intentionally ruining the bride's dress. That's jacked up. So my ex hired his friend to be a bartender. So the guy hired somebody, a woman apparently, to be a bartender at the wedding, and she intentionally ruined the bride's dress. So he obviously hated the bride. Is that what I'm to read from that? Okay. Um, The morning of the wedding, my brother thought he was shooting a skunk, but he shot the bride's cat. (gasps) (laughs) That is not true. Um, the bride hooked up with a guy in the band the year before, and he ended up being in the band at the wedding. Nobody could let the groom know, but all the bridesmaids knew. So awkward. And then here's number five. A drunk son tongue kissed his mom goodbye at the wedding ceremony. That's disgusting. So I think we're going to have to explore the, we're going to have to do this. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's pretty interesting. (laughs) My mom took ecstasy at my wedding. You don't seem that into, I'm blown away. You're not, you don't seem that. This is, I don't feel like that stuff's real. Oh, you think it's just people looking yeah, for her? people are on so, Reddit just say stuff. They say whatever they want. So if I write them back and be like, oh my gosh, can we interview you? They'll be like, uh. Yeah, Reddit's not the right place for that. Oh, okay. Where do I get those stories then? I don't know. Instagram. Uh, we host a podcast. Uh, we have a Facebook page. Uh, we have a Facebook group. I don't know. Okay. All right. Fine. Well, if you have a story of a wedding where everybody circled the wagons to protect the bride or the groom, please reach out to us. And just so you know, the bar is set at Sung Tongue Kissing His Mom. But I will, I will, uh, I will get your back with the story and I'll pitch it to Jeff and tell him how awesome it is. So you have me in your corner. Our Free Stuff Friday winner, the winner of the mystery box. I feel like we should have like the mystery Congratulations, box. you won something in a box. Emily from Lacey, Washington. She has won, what is it, our Target mystery box? The Target Returns mystery box. So you'll get a box of stuff shipped directly 
from this company called We Bargains. And please take pictures when you open it up. Please and send it to us because we have no idea what's in it and you're going to have no idea what's in it. And to be honest, probably the company doesn't even know what's in it. So um, take a picture. We would love to see the best and worst of what you get. I want you to cross something off your to-do list right now. I know you have been haunted by those outstanding balances on the high interest rate credit cards that you have. It is so easy to make that go away. Now, of course, you still have to pay them. What you don't have to pay is that ridiculously high interest rate with a credit card consolidation loan from Lightstream. Rates start at 5.93% APR with auto pay and excellent credit because Lightstream believes that people with good credit deserve a better loan experience. That's exactly what they deliver. You can get a loan from $5,000 to $100,000. There are no fees you can even get your money as soon as the day you apply. Look, the average credit card interest rate in this country is close to 20%. 5.93% is much lower than that. And upside listeners can get a special interest rate discount and save even more. But the only way to get this is to go to lightstream.com slash upside today. That's L-I-G-H-T-S-T-R-E-A-M.com slash upside today. Subject to credit approval, rates range from 5.93% APR to 19.99% APR and include a 0.5% auto pay discount. Lowest rate requires excellent credit terms and conditions to apply and offers are subject to change without notice. Visit lightstream.com slash upside for more information. Whatever you're getting into as we wrap up the end of the summer, make sure you're doing it in comfort and in style. Third Love creates high quality underwear, sleep, and loungewear delivering life-changing comfort your body loves being in. Now, if you haven't been to the Third Love site recently, you have got to go check it out. They got a new look and it is incredible. I first fell in love with Third Love because of their bras. The classic t-shirt bra is the most comfortable bra I've ever worn. And I replaced all of my old bras with the Third Love classic t-shirt bra because it's amazing. Now they've expanded on offering us comfort. They have a lounge collection, a sleep collection, everyday underwear, and more. I just added a few new things to my cart, including their Terry lounge shorts and one of their new adjustable wireless bras. And I saw that they have washable silk pajamas and I'm all about it because you know I love sleeping with silk. I am confident when I make new purchases from Third Love because they have such incredible customer service and they stand behind every single one of their products. So if you don't love it, returns and exchanges are free and they make the process so easy. So why not try it? Third Love knows you deserve to feel comfortable and confident 24-7. So right now they're offering our listeners 20% off your first order. Go to thirdlove.com slash upside now to find your perfect fitting bra and get 20% off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com slash upside for 20% off today. Lord have mercy. It's finally not 95 degrees with 400% humidity in Atlanta. It's actually nice. I mean, we had to spend all day yesterday with that rain, but now that it's gone, it's nice and a little bit cooler, but that doesn't mean you can't get dehydrated. This is when it can sneak up on you. So liquid IV is here to help. Liquid IV, so convenient, comes in these little packets that you can keep in your car, you keep them in your purse, just keep them in your desk at work, keep them at home, keep them anywhere you drink water. And if you're feeling the effects of dehydration, maybe feeling a little sluggish, maybe you got some brain fog, maybe you've got a headache, 
throw one stick of liquid IV, great tasting liquid IV, lemon lime is my favorite, into 16 ounces of water, and you're gonna get hydrated faster and more efficiently than with water alone. Plus, you're gonna get more vitamin C than an orange, as much potassium as a banana, and you've got the optimal ratio of glucose, sodium, and potassium to deliver the water and those nutrients right into your bloodstream. Grab your Liquid IV in bulk nationwide at Costco, or you can get 25% off when you can go to when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code UPSIDE at checkout. That's 25% off anything you order when you get better hydration today using code UPSIDE at liquidiv.com. Today's quote of the day is. Just because my path is different doesn't mean I'm lost. Here are my three random things brought to you by Brown and Company Jewelers. Number one, if you are on a road trip and someone is not feeling well, here's an easy remedy. Turn the radio on loud. Ooh, really? Yep. A German study found that loud music actually creates a mental diversion from nausea and dizziness, plus it reduces the number of pain signals traveling to your brain. It'll make you feel better quickly. Uh, Moms-to-be can also use this with morning sickness. I thought that would have been the opposite. That would have been my thought. Maybe it depends on what kind of music. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, my second random thing is two-thirds of Americans are obsessive about one thing in their homes. 66% of people admit to having something in their living room and they are obsessed with it. Any guesses? Not their TV. Nope. Their uh. spot on the sofa. Oh, 1000%. So families all have, we have spots. Yeah. Yours is on the kitchen side and mine is in the corner the window, side. Yeah. yeah. So, um, and then finally my third random thing is the average American wastes over $70,000 in their adult life on disappointing online purchases. Mm. Um, yeah, they, that, that sounds about right. They surveyed 2,000 Americans and found that people spend on average $900 online every year in things that they wow. wish they didn't spend money on. I, I think- $900 is a lot. It's I, a, I do a lot of returns. So do I. Returns are the greatest thing. I will buy something on a whim and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is fantastic. And then when it arrives 48 hours later, like the novelty and the newness is worn off and the reality that- uh, Like your Oculus glasses? Yes. Jeff bought these like virtual reality glasses and they lasted in our house maybe a week. And then Jeff was like- yeah, not as cool as I thought. They're going back. And then he just told me there was like a recall on them last week. They, yeah, I took, I yeah, like that. Like I got them, I tried them, didn't like them, sent them back. So anyways, those are my three random things. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Today's episode was brought to you by Dinner Affair, the official meal kit for families. Visit dinneraffair.com slash upside for your exclusive discount. Most people learn about The Upside from their friends. Please tell everyone you know about this podcast so the amazing Upside community can continue to grow. So you will be excited to know, Jeff Dollar, that today is my last day doing two jobs at work. Oh, you're coming off floor directing I'm duties. Coming off his, of floor directing duties. Because the person with the... 
bum knee made their way back or have no. they found somebody to relieve you until they do? They have found uh, one person that's gonna train two others. So there's gonna be like rotating three people doing the job and I am so relieved. And are you relieved to have me like more alert and back to my yes. old self? Could you really tell a difference? A hundred percent, you were exhausted. Yeah. You usually come home from work, you've got great stories and funny things about like uh, you and Robin hanging out after the show or something like funny that might have happened, you know, during like you out, you out, there was a levity about you. In the past two weeks, you've been like, I need a nap. <laughs> Think I can drink nine shots of espresso right now and still fall asleep by 8 p.m. So I'm glad you're back. Yes, I am officially back and I am really still very proud of myself for saying out loud this is too much for me and then being okay with it going away like i thought that i would feel a lot more guilty but i'm really trying to embrace that because i do feel like it's healthiest for me hi this is claire in decatur and i feel like we are sharing odd jobs so i want to share mine for five summers in a row while i was in college i worked for the department of agriculture and for two of those summers, I picked cotton fibers off of cotton seeds. So as in the thing that the cotton gin was invented for in 1793, no, we just, we picked by hand the fibers off the seeds, bags and bags and bags of them, because the lead scientists thought that that was the better way to measure moisture or whatever his research really was. Anyway, we got to do it in air-conditioned labs and watch like movies all day while we did it. So it was, you know, fine. Um, but anyway, I just thought that was an odd job I would share. Department of Agriculture, it's where our taxes go. Have a great day. This is about the time of year where I start to savor every moment of the last few weeks of warm weather. And one of my favorite things to do with our family is to throw some meat on the grill and we can do this any given night and know that we have the best quality, most delicious meat because we're members of ButcherBox. We've been ButcherBox customers for years, and not only is the food delicious, it makes our lives tremendously easier because we never have to wonder what meat we have in the fridge. Each month, we get a box of nine to 11 pounds of meat shipped right to our doorstep. It's packed fresh, shipped frozen, and vacuum sealed. We keep a stock in our freezer and we pull out our favorites every week, so we always have high-quality, humanely raised meat ready to go. Celebrate the end of summer right now when you sign up as a new member of ButcherBox. They're going to give you chicken, burgers, and hot dogs free in your first box. I love that deal. It's a great way to end the summer. Once you sign up, you can choose your type of box and your frequency. They have four curated boxes you can choose from, or you can do what we do and customize your own box. So you get exactly what your family loves. We always make sure to keep grass-fed beef and organic chicken breasts in our rotation and everything else we change up by the season and our mood, honestly. Our last box, we did a lot of the red meat options because we love steak in the summer. ButcherBox wants you to enjoy the rest of the summer with this special deal. ButcherBox is giving our listeners a special offer of three pounds of chicken breasts, two pounds of burgers, and one pack of hot dogs for free. Right now, new members can get the special deal when they sign up at butcherbox.com upside. That's butcherbox.com upside. Hi, Kelly and Jeff calling about the odd jobs thing. I haven't had 15, so it seems like a lot, but my cousin has had a lot, and we always joke that he's had more jobs than Barbie. So worst case, just tell Jeff he's had more jobs than Barbie. 
get the laugh out of everybody. So, all right, guys, have a good one. Bye. So I keep trying to leave you a message, and now I'm just frustrated because I'm trying to explain how I feel like I can't explain, but your voicemail keeps cutting me off, and so now I'm upset, and I don't really want to leave you my message. But I understand, and I feel the same way that you do, that you, you feel like you can't explain things properly. Mine is just because I'm around kids all day. And then whenever I get to adults, I feel like I'm talking to them like a kid, and I'm trying not to, so then it makes me more anxious. Okay, bye. Hey, guys. So if you just asked 7 million people their opinion <laughs> on if it's crazy to make another baby or not, you're probably going to have 7 million different opinions. So why not? Here goes mine. I'll tell you from my personal experience, I around the time my daughter was one, I thought, yeah, we should probably have another baby. But when we really looked at everything financially, where our jobs were, all the other medical stuff that you guys talked about, it was not right timing. And then I think we waited a little too long because now that she's a little girl, like she's only three and a half, but she's for sure a little girl, she's just like our little addition. And not in the way that she was when she was a baby. Yeah, we took her everywhere, but she's just like our little partner in crime. She's like our little travel buddy, not just somebody we have to take care of while we're traveling, if that makes sense. And I cannot imagine going through that again. So, yeah, I think we missed our window. I'm with Callie for all her other reasons. Even if you didn't have all the medical reasons, I would say get it over with. Plus, they'll have a little, you know, Ellie will have a little buddy. I had two and a half years difference in my sister and me, and we're best friends. And if there was a bigger gap, I don't know that we would have that special relationship and playmateship. But now even my daughter doesn't like to be around babies. So, all right, y'all will figure it out. Universe will work it out. Love y'all. Good luck. Bye. Hi, Callie and Jeff. It's Laura in Marietta, Georgia. And with baby number two, just do it. One, I mean, Ellie probably has a chill personality personality-wise, but I swear by mom's on call, and it makes babies chill and predictable. I have two girls who are two and a half years apart to the day almost, and they have very different personalities, but both were very chill babies, and I swear it's because of mom's on call, so you're going to be fine. Just have that second baby. This world needs more dollars. Love you both. Bye. Hey, Kelly and Jeff, this is Sylvia calling. Um, I am calling about well, thinking about number two, having baby number two. Uh, my kids, my daughter and son, are 20 months apart, and it is both crazy and fine. Um, having both of them that close together at, when they were teeny tiny, I thought it was bananas, changing two babies, diapers, having one that was crawling around and one that wasn't, and then two that were mobile when, when eventually when they both started like crawling and walking, it was crazy. However, now I have a nearly nine-year-old and a seven-and-a-half-year-old, and it's awesome. They are best friends, and they play together really, really well. And when they were like toddlers, they played together really well because they were still in that same um, – same development stage. And so we're all here to experience the ride with you. So good luck with that. Talk to you soon. Bye. If you 
do a kind act for someone. Your karma that you receive or your good energy that you put out in the world or whatever terms you want to put that in is not dependent upon the person completing that transaction with the intent in which it was given. Do the good deed and stay upsidey. 